tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Beasties of old, beasties of new, welcome back to the AfterBuzz TV Beauty and the Beast After Show. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and tonight, guess what? You are my special guest co-host. So I'm going to need you to do two things for me, because you're going to participate in the conversation with me tonight. One, follow me on Twitter, at BoysAndBeauty01. That's right, I changed my Twitter. I'll tell you about that a little bit later. Two, when you tweet me, hashtag BAT, excuse me, ABTV BATB. I know it's a long one. ABTV BATB. That way you can join the conversation. So that means conversation topics. Or if I'm saying something and you want to voice your opinion, you can do that by tweeting at me with a hashtag because I know you're watching live, right? And if you're not, you can do that next week on YouTube. All right, let's go into this highly anticipated season premiere, Beasties. Finally, I feel like the producers are listening to us, right? Last season, we went into season premiere. I think half of us went, what? No memory. Ugh, and it took us an entire season to get the old Vincent back. This time around, we jump right into it, and they give us the romance. Uh-huh. Right? Are we all rejoicing? Yes, I know you are. So here's the dilemma, though. We have Catherine, who's missing the action, and we have Vincent, who is loving the normalcy. One thing I noticed, and maybe you did too, in the very opening, we see the normal life of them in the kitchen, getting cereal, and they just, you know, did their rumble and the tumble in the bed. Why is Catherine still in flannel, guys? This season, where is your sexually, sexy, excuse me, lingerie? Come on, girl. We need to have a talk with the writers of this show. Anyhow, so we have normal versus exciting. What do you guys think? Do you think Catherine did the right thing because she screened some of the information that was being given to her by Agent Thomas before actually deciding whether or not she wants to tell Vincent about getting involved with all the drama again? And what would you do? Would you live in normalcy? Or would you feel like it was your destiny? Because I was torn. To be honest with you, in the beginning, I was getting really upset with Catherine. Because I thought, you have your man. You have your fairy tale ending. Just go. But at the same time, too, people are dying and people are getting killed. So do you just turn your cheek? That's a really tough, tough decision. And honestly, I'm not mad at her for screening everything. Yeah, you're not supposed to lie to your boo. Don't get me wrong. But in this instance... What do you do, you know? So here's Vincent trying to be normal. He goes back into being a doctor. Sexy doctor. (laughs) Goes back into being a doctor. And, you know, I thought he was going to be an epic fail. I'm not going to lie. He looked really nervous on his first day. And then you've got this lady telling him, jump right in. Hey, aren't you that convict guy? Oh, don't propose to your girlfriend. It won't last. Just all these things are coming at him. So it was nice to see in the moment of heat 
when he was in the hospital and there was a guy on the table dying, his beastie powers, if you will, came in handy. And he can hear the heartbeat and this and that. It was just, it was really cool. The epic fail for me was the pre-proposal. And I call it pre-proposal because it wasn't the actual, he didn't get to propose, right? He went and had this whole romantic dinner with the champagne and the strawberry with the ring. And I thought, cute. Don't get me wrong. It's cute. It's romantic. I wouldn't say no. But at the same time, I was really hoping for something a bit more creative. So when everything got cut off by the emergency, I thought, okay, I'm okay with that. But at the same time, too, Beasties, did you really think he was going to actually propose this episode? That was huge. But I'm going to pause for a second because you know what? Two things. One, I want to hear your opinion on these podcasts. And I know that I'm standing here all by myself. Next week, don't worry, I will have a co-host. And in the meantime, though, hop onto Podcast One, because what you can do is tell me about what you think. Do you like the show? What can we do to make it better? There's a little banner above. You just click on it. It takes a few seconds. There's a short survey. And then, ta-da, we get your feedback. Speaking of feedback, I hear my phone going off. So, co-host, what are you guys thinking right now? I got to type in my password, which shame on me for making it a million characters long. So what do you guys think? Let's see. Saving that for the honeymoon. Wait, what are we talking about here? Girls, ladies, ladies, what is going on? Okay, somebody's talking about honeymoons, and they're really excited, I guess, for Kat and Vincent to have their happy ending. But you know what? I don't predict it happening this season just yet. I know we're not into prediction territory yet, but it's it's a CW. They're going to throw all sorts of obstacles in our way before we can have our romance. So let's get back into those obstacles, shall we? <laughs> Obstacle number one, obviously, is now there's these supernatural crazy things that are, they're not even beasts. I don't know what they are. They're hybrid creatures that exist. You know, Catherine was really in doubt about, you know, it's, it's New York. Things happen to people. But when the thing happened to her, she was converted. And unfortunately, the thing happened to happen, had to happen, excuse me, to Vincent in order for him to believe. And, you know, here's the thing. JT made a great point. Destiny. If you are given something, and for a long time you saw it as being something so negative, and all these people in your life are now telling you, no, it is a gift. It is. You, You know, a lot of times superheroes, whether it's a Superman, a Batman, or a Super Vincent, there's always some sort of sacrifice. And generally it is in your personal life, but it's a gift that is bestowed upon you. And so Vincent, now having Catherine, that's almost like a, I want to say secondary gift, but it's an equal gift. And so he's got these two things that now, it gives him purpose. Like he said before, he didn't love the way he loves with Catherine. And I like her take on it. She had said something along the lines of, you know, we're part of something bigger. We're part of something bigger, but we're together not just to love each other. We're together to fulfill a bigger purpose. And yeah, I, I, I'm not mad at that. At the beginning of this episode, I was a little bit irritated with her. I was also a little irritated with Heather. I know. Please don't be mad at me. I think she's sweet. I think she's cute. I love that she's very supportive of Catherine, but I feel like something's going to happen with her later on in the season because she is way too overzealous about knowing, being a part of the secret. I'm a part of the secret. Hey, Catherine, you know, one day I'm going to tell my husband, you know, because I can't keep secrets from him. I'm going, "Uh uh-oh, this is going to be an issue. But what I will say is little sister gave some pretty good advice to Catherine as far as Catherine really trying to figure out, what do I do? Vincent wants normal. I want to help. And Heather says, it's a couple's decision. It's a either yes or a no, but it is a couple's decision and you cannot make it without him. 
And I thought, wow, that is really mature of you. So it made up for me being slightly annoyed in the beginning. All right, co-host, it seems like you guys have an opinion. So let's hear what that opinion is right about now. Again, forgive my 800 characters for me to type in. Let's see what you... Ah, Batman Robin. Yes. Okay, ladies. I need you to ask me something. Anything. I don't know. But chime in. That is your duty as my host. Okay, let's get back into the show. I'm going to scroll down into my notes. I have this handy dandy, you know, because I'm creative, right? This is my son, my Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse propping up. Okay, you guys on the on the uh, podcast don't care about my my new prop. Anyway, okay, let's go back into the show. Let's talk about JT for a second here. I wasn't disappointed in JT because I feel like, understandably, he almost died. He was almost cut open and died last season. So he's pretty traumatized. And here's the thing. He has a right to be suspicious. Why am I alive? That part, meh. I wouldn't question it in a philosophical, why am I living right now? But what I would question is, what kept me alive? There's no human way possible I should be alive right now. They gave me something. Whoever those people are, they gave me something. And I would be paranoid too. I'd feel like, am I going to beast? Am I going to grow another arm? What's going to happen to me because something's not right? What I did not expect is for JT to get up in class, his own class. Welcome back, sir. And he walks off with his little cane. (laughs) And I thought, oh my gosh, that's so sad. This man is so broken right now. And then here's his girlfriend, Tess. Man up! What are you doing? But that's why we love Tess. Tess is rough on the outside, soft on the inside, but just enough to give him a little kick in the butt, you know? And and I like the way she... Basically, she handed him his balls, is what she did, and said, hey, here you go, take these. You're going to need them because I'm sick and tired of seeing you mope around. Stop that. And it's true. He was playing the victim. But like I said, part of him has a reason to question and be paranoid about what potentially could happen in the future. But everything came full circle when he went to Vincent to talk some sense into him. He was like, look, I've had my pep talk. It's time for yours. I owe it to you. And leave it to JT to be the voice of reason for Vincent and tell him to get his act together and fulfill his destiny. And I love that people are constantly reminding Vincent of how great he is. Because sometimes I think he forgets. Speaking of great, I'm really surprised he's still on the boat. Anybody else? I thought maybe he would have moved into Cat's place by now or out of the boat. Why are you in the boat? Irrelevant. Anyways, I'm still getting comments. So hopefully you guys are asking me some questions here on Twitter. Do not forget to follow me at Boys and Beauty. And I will tell you why. Mid-break, really quick, I have a YouTube channel called Boys and Beauty where I talk about the two most essential things in every girl's life. Hot men. And beauty tips, because we all want to feel good about ourselves. I did an episode on the top five reasons why BCs love Jay Ryan, so look that up. And then I did a coinciding tip of a scrub that you can use DIY that will help lighten scars. Because, you know, Vincent didn't go from having a big scar in season one to having nothing in season two without a little help. DIY scrub. Check it out. <laughs> all right, I'm done plugging. And in the meantime, let's see what you guys have to say. JT is going to have healing powers, is what at CarrieBear09 says. That would be really cool. You know, they previewed, not to spoil, but I know you watched the episode, they previewed him potentially having a tumor. 
hopefully that tumor turns into something amazing. And I, and it'd be cool to have somebody else on the team, not just Vincent having some sort of superpower, but somebody else. How cool. The two dudes have the power, and then you have the ladies with their head on straight, you know, being calculated and doing everything else. That'd be perfect. P.S. Carrie Bear 09 does some really awesome BATB shirts, and if you're an Arrow fan, she does those as well. So check her out on Twitter, at Carrie Bear 09, and get some of her Beauty and the Beast shirts. They're really awesome. Support. Gotta support the family, guys. That's what we do. All right, let me get back to the Twitter the Twitter and see what else you guys are saying. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, that just means next week you can join me live. Okay, JT really does have a lot to process, says Ruth Cassidy. Okay, looking forward to more JT. Love how he manned up at the end. Yes, me too. I love how he donated that cane to Goodwill because he didn't need it. And I like that at the end, him and Tess went out and did their business. But I gotta be honest with you, I thought when she came back, she wanted the drink and instead of inviting her to Cosmo or get a Cosmo somewhere at a bar, I thought, invite her into the bedroom. Now that you don't have the cane anymore. Maybe that's after the Cosmos. Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> let's get back into this supernatural super creature that we saw today named Tyler. So, Tyler, we don't know what he is yet, but we did get to see a fight scene with Vincent, and we know it's been two months since he's really fully beasted out, so naturally, you would expect him to be a bit rusty. Well, when he first engaged in this fight, he literally had his butt just handed to him. I mean, he all over the place, but I think, I don't know if he was doing that on purpose. Again, maybe he was rusty, but all it took was that moment hanging on the roof contemplating life as New York City passed him by. And then he just went for it. And just, you know, Vincent, once he goes, he doesn't stop. So he just went in on this guy. And you know, Catherine, she always shows up at that right moment. So here she comes. Vincent, no! And it's always this big thing. Your humanity, I'll either lose you or by killing him and then, you know, you're done. Or... I lose you because this guy kills you. So it's it's a really tough decision. And she calmed him down because, you know, she is the only thing that can woo-saw Vincent. So it was nice to see that little moment. I'm wondering if Vincent is going to fully commit to now beasting and how he is going to control how wild he gets. Should be interesting, right? But... Let's just let's just get into the big moment because I know you want to talk about it and then we can talk about details later. But the real proposal, the real wedding proposal, I, it wasn't planned super duper big, but it was perfect. You know, uh, that rooftop of Catherine's is so majestic and so romantic with all the Christmas lights and just <sighs> anyhow, I thought it was adorable how Vincent came walking up and looked so shy and intimidated and nervous and part of me thought, now, Vincent, you know she's going to say yes. She's going to say yes. Why are you nervous? But I guess that is the humanity, the human side of him, because naturally I think all of us would be nervous if we're about to get on one knee. So that moment when he does it, I, I just liked it because, you know, she's sitting here on this balcony and he hands, you know, takes her hand. What are you doing? I'm making sure you don't fall. You know, because he's a gentleman. It's just, it was sweet. I know you guys enjoyed the moment. I'm not going to lie. I got a little watery-eyed, okay? And I thought, ah, it's about time. Oh. 
But you know what? The CW is going to continue to make it a long engagement. They can't just give us our happy ending because we wouldn't have Beauty and the Beast. But that's okay. As long as we get what we want. And the fans have spoken. In fact, you know what? I have a quote here by one of the producers. Um, so he is, he is confirming that we aren't going to have any more obstacles between the two of them. They are officially a team and nothing's going to get in between them, but the outer obstacles they will be facing. Let me see if I can find that quote. Um, we're not challenging them with external threats anymore. We don't want to do that and the audience doesn't want to see it. No, we don't. Okay, the engagement period will run through season three, and the show that is a wonderful romance, it still needs to grow. Yes, it does, and we will enjoy watching it blossom. Okay, he said there's a difference between being engaged and being married, and there are real world and real couple issues that will both be fun and emotional for Vincent and Catherine to have to work through. So we get a little bit of the realness, the the, the real, hey, you stole my toothbrush. No, I'm just kidding. They probably won't get a little bit of that, but we get to see the actual relationship because before there's so many things coming at them that they really couldn't develop. They know that they're soulmates, so, excuse me, soulmates, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a whole lot more to discover about each other. And you know that happens when two people move in. Even if it's your best friend, you know you move in with somebody, you learn all sorts of things. It's about to go down. And my Twitter's going down right now, too. Thanks, guys. Uh, let's see what else you have to say, my beast, my beastie co-hosts. Let's see. Ah, uh, he had tears in his eyes. Love the proposal on the rooftop instead of the restaurant, said Ruth Cassidy. I agree. The restaurant would have been terrible. It would have been too generic. I didn't, I didn't care for that one either. Let's see. Billie Jean Girl, do you think that the beast are some type of hybrid like a vampire? I don't know. You know, it was really weird the way that guy climbed up the building it was almost like he was um i want to say a gargoyle and that's not what i mean to say at all but i'm not sure what it is i know that they're now obviously experimenting on people and things are about to break loose and go nuts but i don't know what that is beast and vampires i feel like that would be a little bit too much like uh, what is that show not vampire diaries maybe correct me if i am wrong let's see what else do you think that they will do another hashtag Beast of the Week theme? Did you like that in season two? Beast of the Week. Oh, my God. Did I miss that? I think I missed that. Please do enlighten me. Okay, let's see. Thanks. For, oh, yay. I got somebody's shout out right. Yeah. At Carrie Barrow 9. I always get her her uh, hashtag or excuse me, her Twitter handle wrong. Speaking of Twitter, really quick. If you hashtag me, Boys and Beauty, please hashtag me. Funny story. Boys and Beauty with Ali Kona. I found out that Boys and Beauty is actually the name of a gay porn site. Yeah, I didn't know that when I came up with my <laughs> YouTube channel. So just be careful. Add the with Ali Kona. All right. We will interrupt this show just for a brief commercial live break from me about Maria Menounos, our fearless leader. So get your popcorn, but listen up. From our very own AfterBuzz TV founder and e-host, Maria Menounos, Julianne Huff comes with the ABC special Dance Battle America. So during the holiday seasons over the last two years, Julianne and Maria have engaged in some fearsome dance battles via social media. Once the challenge took off, celebrities like Kate Hudson, Amber Riley, they all joined in this big, huge dance battle craze. So now, the ladies are challenging everyone in America to battle it out for the chance to fly to Los Angeles and compete on the dance show. That means you can fly to Los Angeles and compete on the show. That'd be really cool. So here is an opportunity of a lifetime. 
If you want the chance to dance on a network television show, go to www.dancebattleamericacasting.com. That's www.dancebattleamericacasting.com for more information on how you can submit your video. And don't forget to also post it on social media using the hashtag BattleABC. That's right, ladies. Let's see your best beastie dance. What? Okay. Back to our regularly scheduled program. Did I miss anything? We talked about Destiny. We talked about JT kicking the cane to the curb. We talked about Tess. Let's see. I'm going to scroll through my notes really quick. Forgive me, since it's me all by myself. I know. I'm not a singer. That's why I host things. Oh, okay. This is really irrelevant, but since the ladies in the audience on the hosting panel I'm sure you enjoyed at the very end of the episode when Catherine gives her speech to Vincent she walks in and he's boxing looking all sweaty and all sexy and I just wanted to lavish in that moment that's all that's all we need just a moment of silence to appreciate the sweat and the muscles right (sighs) okay (laughs) now that we've gotten ourselves collected there was actually a really good speech that I mentioned earlier we talked about the fact that Fulfilling their destiny was such a huge theme. And finally, Vincent jumped aboard and he agreed. After all these talks, he finally agreed that this is their purpose. And I think that when the two of them do things together, they're unstoppable because they have such strong forces. And now they have their sidekicks, if you will, who are coming forth with, you know, their own romance and their own advantages. It's going to be an unstoppable team, which, oh, by the way, I like when JC... Where am I? Apparently thinking about in sync. Okay, when JT <laughs> says to Tess at the very end, I found my purpose. Because she says to him, you know, you need to find your purpose and this, that, and the third. And he figures his purpose. You know, if it wasn't for him, Vincent wouldn't be able to do a lot of the things that he does because he is the mechanics behind the machine. Vincent, not that he's not smart, but he is the brawn. He is the fighter. And you need, every guy needs a JT, just like every Catherine needs her tests. And just like I need to read my Twitters one more time with my forever long password. Thank you, by the way, for those of you that are participating. I know some of you don't know yet that we're doing live, so next week it's okay. You can join us. And when you are on iTunes, please take the time out to leave a comment, rate us, give us great ratings if you're enjoying. And yeah. That's that's my hash for right now. All right. Billie Jean Girl 18 says, in the original Beauty and the Beast, Catherine died giving birth to Vincent's child. Do you think that will happen? Gosh, no. I hope not. And if so, that would be a season finale and we would all be mad. Mark Pedowitz would be getting some serious hate mail. Dead roses this year, not live ones. <laughs> okay, let's see. BATB obsessed. In the beginning of season two was different, was a different beast every week. Oh, no, my thing is just scrolled up. I'm so sorry. I just lost your tweet. Oh, please, no. Billie Jean Girl. Okay, there you go. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just trying to find... Oh, different beasts every week. We wanted more development of stories, not just here and dead. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. Sorry if that was not a completed thought. Yeah, it it seemed like last season, there was constantly a new challenge, a new beast, a new something. This season... I think there's still going to be all these new weird hybrid creatures. But like I read earlier, I think the producers are really going to focus on developing the relationship aspect of both couples because they're finally getting a feel for their audience. As weird as that is, we're in season three and, oh, P.S. season four is coming up. It's so exciting to have a season three and a season four announced at the same time. But 
going back to the point of the story, they're finally realizing that they they made a boo-boo last season is basically what happened. They had a good thing going for them. Season one, they started to gain a following. Season two happened, and people got upset, and they abandoned the show. But fortunately, the few people that were loyal, which not few because there's plenty of us worldwide, but we were able to get a second chance. And with that second chance, they're finally listening to us. So I think we're going to see some really great moments. But of course, with any relationship, there's going to be challenges and they're going to throw the supernatural. I also read that they're going to have some things going on with the two characters' past that are going to have to come to the front, whether it be issues about Catherine's mother or Jay Ryan. Jay Ryan. Woo! Like, he's my friend. Jay, hey! <laughs> but with Vincent in some of his past, so those things are going to have to come forward. Because, like, with every couple, your past somehow creeps into the present. So those are the issues that we're going to be dealing with a little bit more. But I definitely think they are going to be satiating our appetite for romance. So that's right. And you know what's really cool, though, is now that season three is going on now and they are filming season four, I, you know, I'm not super familiar with how they write the episodes, but I knew that sometimes they're not complete in the season as they start shooting. So who knows? Maybe they'll hear more of our thoughts if we're really vocal about them. If there's something you want to happen, if we can team people up, campaign some more, maybe we can convince them to do other things. Who knows? Either way, I think I've gone down just about everything I can think of at the moment uh, that happened this season. So I'm going to go through my Twitter one last time. And after I do that, I'm going to get into some news and gossip. But while I am looking at my Twitter, here's something you can do. Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and write yourself a note. Are you ready for your homework? I am going to subscribe to Boys and Beauty with Ali Kona on YouTube. That's your homework. Okay. Last thing, BATB Obsessed. Let's see, was that you? Nope. Who's my last tweet? JT and Tess are the real MVP of the show. Yes, I agree. You know, I'm going to say your Twitter name out loud, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to say it wrong, and we talk all the time. We've been talking since season one, so please forgive me. I am... Whoa, oh, my Twitter just moved. I am... C-I-N-A-E-D. I don't know how to say that. You're going to have to give me like the the real pronunciation of that. The last thought, do you think we will ever meet Heather's fiance? I really hope so. And I'm sure probably by mid-season we will meet Heather's fiance and somehow he's going to throw a thorn into our balloon. I'm pretty sure. But that's news and gossip. Or excuse me, that is going to be prediction territory. So before we can get into predictions, we have to get into news and gossip. So let's do it. Let's get some fancy music. TV news. Okay. Let's go. I've got some pictures because y'all know I'm a picture girl. I'm visual. So if you are listening to the podcast, don't forget to check us out on YouTube. You can see all my fancy schmancy pictures. And occasionally I have a video or two. So picture number one, ladies, I know you can appreciate this. It says, keep calm and, and what was I saying? Because it's a picture of Jay Ryan with his shirt off. And that's enough to stop anybody in their thoughts and make you forget what you are thinking. And this picture is of Jay Ryan and his girlfriend and his little baby Eve. She's so cute. She's gotten so big. Or maybe time just flew by and I just didn't realize it. But a rare photo. I believe a fan found this because they're pretty private about their lives. And I can respect that. But it's definitely hard to dig up dirt on some of these guys. Here's another photo of Jay Ryan with his little baby on the beach beautiful beach. I'm wondering if that is somewhere in New Zealand. I haven't been to New Zealand. I've been to Australia. Okay, let's move on to our next picture. 
the powerhouse couple of the evening, JT and Tess. I don't know what Awesome Basis is doing right now with Nina, but it looks like she's about to light some sage and possibly him on fire. Who knows? The one thing I noticed about this picture, though, is look at Nina's skin. Is she not the most amazingly beautiful woman? Like, no makeup on. Her skin just glows. I'm envious. Okay, next picture. And this is the two again. I'm, I'm assuming reading a script. I'm not quite sure, but you, if you really look at the picture, you've got Nina and all these random curlers and stuff and Austin looking so sophisticated. Random side note, by the way, I know you guys, if you haven't already, last year I did a spotlight on with Austin and we got to talk one-on-one about him, his career, really get to know him as a person outside of JT. So check that out. He's a really cool guy. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about Austin Basis. We love you. All right, let's get into some news and gossip. You mean predictions? I mean predictions. Just kidding. That's why Steven is amazing. Because when I am wrong, he is right. Did I just get a raise? Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, she says Sin Aid, like Kool-Aid. Okay, really quick. I got to give a shout out at I am Sin Aid. Yeah. All right, predictions. You guys, this is your time. Pick up your phone. Tweet me your predictions at Boys and Beauty 01, hashtag ABTV, B-A-T-B. I will get into my predictions, though. I will say this. I brought it up earlier. JT, the super cure, there's never going to be something that's oh so super without any super consequences. So we saw that there's potentially a tumor going on. I don't predict that it's going to be something fatal because we can't lose JT. I think that it's going to cause a little bump in the road. And that's where we might see the development of the superpower that our fabulous Twitter tweeted at us earlier today. Say that a million times in a row real fast. Anyhow, um, I think that we are going to have a little bit of smooth sailing with the relationship now. And about episode number five is when stuff is going to hit the fan and I love, by the way, that you'd mentioned the Heather's fiance. I don't see good things happening, but who knows? I'd like to see Heather actually move and come back to New York, but who knows? I, I think they're really going to incorporate her a lot more this season. And as far as these supernatural beings, it can only get bigger and bigger and bigger. But who knows? All right. I'm waiting for your predictions, and I haven't gotten any. So... You're going to have to leave a comment below in the comment box when you watch the video on YouTube. So that way, me, AfterBuzz TV, and everybody else in the BC world can see what you think about the future of Season 3. But in the meantime, I will leave you my Twitter handle one last time as I sign off with you this evening. It is at BoysAndBeauty01. Be sure to follow me. Find me on YouTube, Boys and Beauty with Ali Kona. We talk about very handsome men. I'm in my tub. We have a fantastic bubble bath and learn how to be pretty. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Rawr! Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.